stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats and keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3rd, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. For years, I just dreaded going to the dentist. But at Advanced Dentistry, I don't have to. First and foremost, they want you to feel comfortable when you walk in. Like, you'll feel it. Whereas in the past, I might have gone into the dentist and thinking, I might feel some pain at some point. But with IV sedation, it can be something that you don't dread. If you've been avoiding the dentist because of fear, worry, or just not wanting to be judged, you're not alone. Visit NoFearDentist.com to learn how IV sedation can change your life. There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. Your voice sounded weird there for a second. Yeah, what happened to you? (laughs) Nothing. Are you a reptile? Are you a machine? I am not a machine. I am a man. I don't know if your gears whirring. It seems like you're a machine. (laughs) You got to oil up there, Mr. Parks. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, I am a mailman. No, you're not. You're a cyborg. Get out of here, robo mailman. I don't even trust human mailmen. That's a good point. All right, welcome to the show. That's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. With us as always. Post Officer Ranald (laughs) Jenkins. Hey, you know, mm-hmm. hey, Sonny, come down here. I know your mom ain't home. I know right. because I've been looking in her windows. But I got to say, is, I'll be running down in the corner, get me a 24-ouncer and a pack of ciggies, huh? <laughs> hey, get on down now. now. Tell them they know me. Ain't no mailman, Ronald. They know me. Go, go, go well, on You're already down. on your feet. You're already walking around. Hey, Just right, go hey your- little boy, why don't you come? I know your mom ain't home because, you know, I've been casing your family for you know, years and years and years. Why don't you come out with me to a mailman party? It's mm-hmm. just me and a couple of mailmen. We're going to have some suds. You know, I'm going to sit yeah. around. We'll tie each other's shoes if you know what I'm saying wink 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 come, come on to think of it, I've never actually seen you deliver the mail no 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 I just got this big old truck pen eagle on it you know and call yourself a mailman that's the main requirements of being a mailman it's just calling yourself one <laughs> I think that's probably true you just say it ten times in the mirror and then you so pass all, the yeah, that's, yeah and then all of a sudden you're a mailman and now you're the mailman well speaking of uh, uh, trucks that uh, are probably going to lead to a murder well, or say, things say, like are that you, yeah, so how are you going to get to this I am getting how there are you getting to I'm the getting in there. <laughs> Gary Ridgeway. Big hitter series. Can we get a... We just did. Sorry, they, yeah, is that yeah, good? The best that we good. can do. You gotta tell me ahead of time. <sighs> big hitters. Big hitters. Series. Ah, world series. Baseball. The big hitter series. We're talking about the Green River Killer, Gary Ridgeway. Now uh, this guy... He's a real demon. Yeah, tarp as a shack, this guy. <laughs> um, this is very different than any other killer that we have uh, covered in our big hitter series. Because yes. a lot of times it's like these serial killers, these big hitter guys are like fucking human sharks. They're murder yeah. machines. They're clever, manipulative. You gotta keep uh, on evil. moving or you stop breathing. Yeah. yeah. Um, this man is a bit of a dum-dum. <laughs> um, he's got an IQ of 82. Now that's uh, high, right? That's no, a, no, 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 no. That's abnormally. Was, and, I, and by the way, I would... Describe him as more of a dullard. He's a dullard. He is yeah. a dullard. Yeah, yeah, but I'll just say it's like my 
You know, my cousin's got I a bit of the I knew you were going to talk no, about I'm your just cousin. Saying, like, he, was a, he was a manager of a McDonald's, and if he could keep that right. job for forever, you know what I mean, then I guess he stupided his way, Gary Ridgway stupided his way into being one of the most prolific serial killers of all time. Yeah. We used the, yes. the number one American serial killer in terms of victims. Uh, the only ones that really beat him that weren't just, I mean, like, there's a guy named Luis Garavito yeah. from Garavito. Colombia who killed 138, but he sure. was just killing street boys. Yeah, oh, they, so don't they, don't, yeah they, they don't count. Yeah, they don't count. count. You can do seven of them at a time. Sure, they're yeah, little. No, you yeah. just put them in a little cage and gas them, and they'll just fucking they'll drop. You know, you can do that in a second. Yo, yeah, you Gary Ridgway did this, this one, and I'm just saying Gary Ed, Gary Ridgway was more like of an Etsy. He did it yeah. handmade, <laughs> each one one at a time. It mm-hmm. took him years. He was active for only like three years. Yeah, right? about two or three years. But very, he went uncaught for thirty. Well, yeah. going back to that shark analogy, uh, during these three years, yeah, he definitely did not stop moving. I mean, what, 49 confirmed deaths? 49 confirmed kills, kills uh, that he was convicted for. But he, a few years after he was caught, he copped to another 20. He went up to 71. Right. And the cops do take that seriously. Absolutely, because if you already killed 49, it's, right. you, you get, and by the time they caught him in 2001, mm-hmm. right, that they, uh, he, it's been 20 years since he's really committed any murders because he fell in love. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll but yeah, you know, yeah, he fell in love because. That's the power of love. It is. I love it. Yeah, it it, it calms your your incessant sexual urges. It does, and keeps you from choking prostitutes to death with ligaturess. Is that what love does? (laughs) It works in mysterious ways. But we'll get back to that. I heard Huey Lewis actually wrote that song about Gary Ridgway falling in love. Yeah, and it got bought by the Back to the Future producers for the Back to the Future soundtrack and made Huey Lewis and the News. Sensations of the nation. <laughs> well, isn't that something? Thank you so much, Casey, perverted Casey. <laughs> of course, his name was the Green River Killer, which was a bit of a misnomer. Because just, the, again, everybody was stupid. This everybody is the classic was example. so dumb. Yeah. They called him the Green River Killer because his first five victims were found in the Green River. And then he stopped dumping them in the Green River because of, they called him the Green River Killer. Of right. course, of course, because the yeah. man was not a complete idiot. No, I'm he, the, he uh, was kind of like, a, he was like, if a farmer was a person <laughs> sure he's kind of like if yeah if a, if, a, if a pile of candy corn was a guy yeah yeah that was that's gary ridgeway well, sounds very tasty and of course all of his victims were prostitutes and as we've talked about on this show before prostitutes are known as the less dead yeah, half people yeah, yeah. Because, and that's why he said that's why he killed prostitutes because he said they wouldn't be reported missing very soon if at all which a lot of them weren't reported missing and at also, all. And that's the this term. is in the Seattle area, which mm-hmm. was a very segregated area of no. town. It was very mm-hmm. there was there was a, it was actually a lot of racism, uh, and he killed largely black prostitutes. Mm-hmm. And that we've learned that all the time. It's like it's if you kill a black prostitute, it's like killing a ghost. Yeah, and that's the the less dead. That's just referring to like they're dead, but people are just like they could care less. No yeah, one researches shit. Well, yeah. again, but then I watched the awesome BBC series Born Evil, uh, the Born to Kill on Gary Ridgway, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of social workers. The main, the original investigations, when we'll go into this, the original investigations were heavily covered by social workers that had been working with sex workers. Like, the, one of his first victims was working with this social worker and just stopped showing up. And yeah. she was like, this was a woman, she was like, this. Uh, the, the social worker was saying that she was like, you know, down and out. She had resorted to sex work because she was living with her, f- like, three kids alone yeah. in a hotel room. And they, she had, she was like, just trying to make it. I like and a hotel, It was kind of fun to be in a hotel room. 
Isn't it? I mean, it's, honey, you know, when you're a prostitute, you got your three hungry kids. It's not like getting room service and like going out and sitting by the pool. You know what I mean? It's not like down and out in LA. This is, um, you know, it's your home. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's nice to have a home when you're in a hotel knowing that you can get out of it. Because then it's a vacation. Right. That's what I was thinking. She wasn't on a vacation. No, 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 no. She was on a permanent vacation, which actually sounds pretty relaxing. Sure. Yeah, then of course. And then she went on an even more permanent vacation when she was strangled to death by the Green River Killer. Isn't that something? <laughs> that is the that is the permanent vacation. Let's go way, yeah, way, go way back to the way back machine. That's the time machine. Well, those sounds all like pretty. There's pretty primitive things there that you uh, made your time machine out of. I gotta go back and be in the Mercury Radio, yeah. like with old Orson Welles. That's when mm-hmm. my skill set would have been used. A ticking uh, clock, a cat, <laughs> a door opening. That is that's a uh, Henry Zabrowski's time machine. And a typewriter. That's good because you got to tell it where to go. That's the sound of an operator. Ring, 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 ring. That's a telephone ring. Sure, and then you were able to crack dimensions with all that. And what's this? That's just you eating. Just eating. That's just yeah. me eating lunch. Corn on oh. the cob? <laughs> Anything. <laughs> so Gary Ridgway was born mm-hmm. in Salt Lake City. He was the middle child of three children. It's these Come middle on. kids. They're always a problem. Can't always. trust them. Always a problem. You can't trust them at all. Gary was, or uh, Greg Ridgway, he was the favorite, oh. naturally. It's uh, those blue was, eyes he has and his yeah. simple mouth. Everyone just like looked at Greg and they were then they looked at Gary and they were like, Gary's going to be a killer. <laughs> so, Greg, you're the favorite by default. So his home life was, of course, super fucked up. He had an extremely domineering mother uh, who used to beat his father regularly. There was even a police report of her breaking a plate over his head. And he had he was yeah. one of, he had one of the uh, he had all of the classic serial killer symptoms. He mm. because his he was a bedwetter yeah, until he was, he was like thirteen years Classic. old, and his mother would take him it's out like, of bed. You and got peepage. You got peepage, Gary. <laughs> yeah. Gary always peeing. What are you one of those statues in the park? Well, you fuck little peeing baby. I mean, I don't even understand why this makes me a statue in the park, but yes. Pee-pants, Gary! You know? It does then, make you want to kill. That's what he said. Yeah. Like, he, he, and then he went he started torturing animals. Yeah, he smothered a cat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and he also was an arsonist. He had the triad. Yeah, he had all, yeah. all he, of the serial killer symptoms. Did he have any head trauma? Did his we mother ever hit, hit, uh, hit him in the head with a plate? We don't know. Like I don't think his mother wasn't physically abusive. No, he, he was, was just born brother. stupid. Yeah. I mean, he kept on pissing himself. There are a lot of people that, I mean, the problem is that there are a lot of, it's just serial killers. Ted, Ted, yeah. Ted Bundy was relatively smart and he peed his pants. Sure. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a sign of deep mental insecurity. Is it yeah. safe to say this is guy, this guy is pretty much the opposite of Ted Bundy? Yes. He's ext- extremely stupid. Except but he stupid. got married three times. He still had girlfriends. Well, this right. is, uh, they said in high school that he was a ladies man. Like, he didn't. I mean, I just don't, I don't know if it's a lady. I, really I don't think don't it's a ladies think, man. I really don't think he was that dumb. He I could see IQ it happening. He had 82. IQ. This is standardized testing. I'm okay. serious. Yeah, he could they, barely read. He said the whole thing that his mom would would have caught basically would like call him into her room and be like, "Read to me," and he'd be like, goes, she's like, "You stupid Gary! You stupid! Always being yourself, Gary!" It's nerve wracking when you know your mother's gonna yell at you. She demands that you read in front of her. 
Okay, Ham- admittedly, he didn't graduate high school until he was 20 years old. And Hamburger admittedly. was... And that's okay. Uh, hamburger no, was not okay. Sure it is. He's Gary Ridgway. You know, you're just sounding like every new American superintendent. Sure, let him graduate till the 20. <laughs> Keeps him out of the workforce. That's right. Keeps him out of worry about finding a job. Keep mm, him in high school. Yeah. And one of his childhood friends also said that snacks were forbidden after school. His friend said... <laughs> A slice of bread after school was not allowed. You know what I say? Mama don't give me, you know, candy. Mama gets her breast stabbed. <laughs> well, you don't stab the breast because his mother wanted to make him a healthy young boy. Well, there's all, and then there's an interview and they were talking about like, so this is kind of where the the first impulses that his that made him a serial killer started yeah. where it's like, you know, he was filled with rage against mm-hmm. his mother. I feel but like when he would love also- Eminem. You know the rapper Eminem? Yes. I think he would love him. He would be a big fan because it's all about yeah. rape and mommy. It's literally about raping Yeah, because yeah. he would then, he would go, he would alternate between rages. And they were mm-hmm. like talking about in this interview, this woman was like t- speaking with him and it was him like literally going, she was like, so what do you want to do to your mother to Here. shut her up? I, you have the clip? I've got it. All right, let's play, let's play a little of the clip. So what, if, what was your way of retaliating against her in your mind? What, what were you thinking to do to your mom? Um, I don't know if I was thinking of uh, hurting her. I just wanted her to stop and um, let, me, let me alone. Um, angry at uh, her for uh, pushing and pushing and pushing on me to to remember, and I just couldn't remember and. Just wanted her to stop. Think, uh, but she didn't. But she didn't know. She did stop. So somewhere in the fourth or fifth grade, that sense of helplessness that you had not get being able to get her to stop mm-hmm. would very likely have pro- to produce thoughts of taking back some power and control over your mom to get the bitch to shut up. Oh, someone sounds like a serial killer. I don't know if it's Gary Ridgway. I think it may be you. Yeah, I'm sorry. Mommy didn't give you gushers? What is he bitching about? Well, no. So basically what she goes on to say is just like, because he also had a sexual fascination with his mother. Oh, sure. And it's like once they, because you know, how many, because you're pretty angry at women, Ben. No, I'm not. Yeah, no, you're pretty angry. (laughs) Why are you saying that? I'm not angry with women. You're kind of a rage. You're kind of scary mad about women. You know say. I mean, you said something about chopping off legs. Yeah. No, I didn't. Something about yeah. snapping the dolls. You want to take the dolls and you want to make the dolls like forever dolls. Like you said something like that. No. Yeah. And I was like, you want to make forever dolls? And you're like, never mind, never mind, never mind. Boy, look at his body language right now. Yeah, the only that thing heads. that makes me upset is Bill de Blasio. <laughs> but we're not talking about that. That's for a different podcast. But no, his, he, he, his rage turned into this crazy sexuality. And in that interview, he said the same thing where he's just like, my mother um, used to sunbathe sometimes. And um, mm-hmm. she had me cotton dress and... Stacy's mom has got it going on. But he would sit and watch his mom sunbathe and just be like, sometimes her um, nipples would be <clears throat> visible through her dress. And um, I'd be looking and looking and she never saw me see. And I just wanted her to show me how to be like 
good at sex, how to make good sex. And it was like, that's oh, like, literally, I mean, he, if you read that on paper, you're like, that's extremely disgusting, but he is such a dolt that when you hear him say it, you're like, get on with it. God, yes. <laughs> okay, you want to jack off to your no, mom? Yeah. Let's get to it, No, please. he never says any, in this interview, too, I'll put, I'll post this up but uh, this, on the Facebook page. This interviewer, she just leads him into every direction well, she wants to lead him to. It, it's to a terrible interviewer. Words. She wants yeah. to hear him say, like, I want to shut that bitch up by stabbing her. Mm-hmm. Right, right, But right, he right. did it with his actions. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't need to say it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, it will give you a bizarre sexual fetish when your mother looks at your penis and she's just like, she's like that's Pee-pee where you... Yeah, scary. Yeah, that's nothing yeah. sexier than that. Every but, time he wet the bed, she would yank him out and immediately wash him and wash him. He's and wash covered him. in human mm. urine. I yeah, mean, but... She seems like a good mother to me. I'm not going to lie. She, I think you're fucked up. Yeah. What are you supposed to do with your kid who, after he pisses himself, you just let him stay in his own filth? That would be worse. No, no but you, you don't go like, watch yourself. Now let me watch that ball. Watch your balls. Let me wash that penis of you again. It's so dirty. It's dirty. How yeah. you pissing it? Oh. Oh, you, now you're well, clean. Well, if she does this when I piss, imagine oh. if I shit myself. I might actually be able to get a full you're rim so job here. so dirty down there. Uh-huh. She also worked at JCPenney. Oh, oh bitch. She had a job. <laughs> JCPenney was very big during the 80s. It was almost on par with the Sears. I mean, it was I mean, up there with Dillard's. Absolutely a yeah. shop co. Here's an interesting yeah. fact about his father. His father was a bus driver, but he was also a part-time mortuary worker. Okay. And he used to tell little Gary stories about his uh, co-workers engaging in necrophilia. Yeah, yeah. But See, that's just funny. My dad used to tell me weird stories all the time about cops. About necrophilia. No, no, no. Not no. about cops. No, I'm just fucking around. You know, I'm setting things on Although fire. Although some of your stories <laughs> that your father does tell are very disturbing. Yeah, the one story, one stories. of my favorite stories of him like blasting polka out into the Bronx. So they would take speakers out to connect into a boombox and blast polka out into the into the it's projects. Very bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the the black people in the projects they didn't like they polka. Didn't enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> if there was like the Irish ghetto, and they'd be like, "Oh, this is my kind of," or the the Polish ghetto, I suppose. Yeah, like in Warsaw, like, like your grandpa used to run. Oh no. Don't bring it to my grandfather. We're talking about your father. I am one generation removed from my terrible past, but you, my friend, are a direct descendant of hate. Good God Almighty, every. And Does, just been a, you just keep opening the door. I never open the door. It's you a, open the door. I mean, the door's always open. Yeah, it's fine. It doesn't even matter. You can, never, right. you can never close it. I mean, Back to Gary's mother being a good mom. Years uh, of bad memories. Yeah. Well, it, it, by the time Gary got to be a teenager, he did. The, he started going cuckoo pretty early. At 16, yeah. he took a kid out to the woods and stabbed him. The kid was six years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, the kid survived. And he, he, said, he said, yeah. He, as he, as How he do you walked fail at that? He as just, he walked, you know, as, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, as he walked away, he laughed and said, I always wonder what it would be like to kill someone. He yeah. thought he had killed the kid. But yeah, so how didn't he kill the kid? He just, you, stabbed yeah, he, he just, just stabbed him. He just stabbed him with a Just one time. Knife. Yeah. He thought it was like a Shakespearean play, and he's yeah, like, he and now you die him. after a nice soliloquy or something yeah. like this. You can soliloquy. stab a kid like a couple of times and it'll live, as long as yeah. you don't get it in the head. Yeah. Yeah. Or in the heart. Yes. Or any vital organs that you would attempt to be stabbing for when you're trying to kill somebody. He apparently stabbed him in the liver. Yeah. And the liver regenerates. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. The liver's fine. Yeah. Uh, Gary, he also, he claimed to have committed his first murder when he was a teenager. He said that he drowned a young boy by wrapping his legs around him while swimming and holding him underwater until he drowned. You see, he's just, this guy, he was, he was born with a, he was born with that fault. Mm -hmm. Like he never, he never got out of it. As soon as your sexuality, again, we find as soon as your sexuality. 
homosexuality is tied to it because he got a sexual thrill out of it. But doing no, he it. didn't get a sexual thrill out of these boys. I mean, he's not gay, right? No, so, he got sexual thrill out of what he would feel. Or a pedophile. A whole nother, not even gay. A whole nother category of sexual. He was belittled his whole childhood. Yeah. He felt super powerless. This was a way to take power back. It was the only way, you know, like that's what he said in school that he was largely um, forgettable. That's how that's what they called him. I can see that. Yeah. Um, I mean, not except like, like the Nat King Cole song. Un- unforgettable. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I'm sure people were just like, uh, what's that uh, 20-year-old in the freshman class doing here? Is he an undercover <laughs> detective cool. like uh, Drew Barrymore or something like that? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you guys, uh, you know when you're drinking alone at night and uh, you're like, oh, oh man. I gotta kill, I gotta kill, yeah. you know? Uh, you know you know when you pay your taxes? Oh, God, uh, I fucking hate taxes. But Matlock is on, you know? Now, here's a period from his life. Gary's old. <laughs> Shut up! You want to be my friend? Let's go to the let's go to the let's go to the woods. Stricken Gary. No. So Gary graduates high school at twenty. Twenty one. Yes. He joins the navy. Goes to Vietnam. And they accept him. Well, yeah. This is the problem. It's Vietnam. They were no, taking we needed, whoever. We this needed human these meat. guys. Yeah. This is where we need these guys. That's a good point. I agree. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he definitely he saw combat. So we don't know, but he never talks about his time in Vietnam. But he had already that's got married. You knew he saw some shit. And man. that's how you know Vietnam was the worst war in American history. And Gary Ridgway is like, <laughs> yeah, so I've been strangling a bunch of prostitutes and things like that. My so, mom used to make fun of me for pee pee. What was so, Vietnam like? I lost <laughs> a lot of good. Christ. <laughs> you know, there's still people over there right now. People is a war. The government doesn't care about him. So he got gonorrhea for the first time uh, in Vietnam. First time as a fucking uh, amateur, man. And of course yeah. they say that's when uh, the prostitutes, boy, he got soured on prostitutes real He fast. got real mad. Well, this is also, so he'd been, he'd immediately got married right after high school. He yeah. got married to somebody, which yeah. is just like, he can find love. Don't, well, you know I, mean, I, mean? I mean, in Salt Lake City, Utah, I mean, Salt Lake City, right? At 20, uh, I mean, everyone's married. No, 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 he kids. was living in Seattle. He yeah. was just oh, he born had, in He Salt was Lake. in Seattle yeah, now. Yeah, they moved okay. to Seattle immediately. Oh, yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, he did get married, and that marriage ended because they both cheated on each other. Yeah, because he kept having apart. unprotected sex with prostitutes in uh, Vietnam, yeah. oh. which is just like, uh, seems like a risk. Yep. <laughs> you know, I'm no gambler. You know, I haven't mm-hmm. really invested any money in anything, so I'm not willing to risk like that. Mm-hmm. You know? And of course, he got married again for a second time. And his second wife, she claimed that she put that he once put her in a chokehold. Said that they had just got home from a party where they'd been drinking. She stepped out of the van, stumbled towards the door. She said she suddenly felt hands around her neck, squeezing tighter and tighter. It was from behind. She screamed and fought. She didn't realize that it was her husband. And he Finally, was putting on a beautiful necklace. A beautiful. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm sorry. I love it. I don't know if you're going to be able to be the marketing director here at Zales any longer because all of your commercials involve strangulation. Um, all right, so here's here's my commercial. What we do is you come mm-hmm. behind, you got the diamond necklace, right? And you strangle the bitch with it. No, no, strangle. we said no more strangulation, please. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just um, I just love giving jewelry to women the hard way. All right, okay. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with 
horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I didn't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Ready for an amazing deal? BreezeLine's fiber-powered internet, starting at $19.99 per month, offers the reliability you deserve and security you can trust. Whether you're streaming, gaming, or working from home, we've got all your needs covered with speeds up to 1 gig and our two-year price lock guarantee. This deal gets even better with two free months of internet, free equipment, and free Wi-Fi your way to protect against cyber threats. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires July 8, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. Gary Ridgway did actually give jewelry for, to women he co or that he worked with uh, nice. from Romantic. the victims. Yeah, he would take victi- uh, jewelry off the victims and give the jewelry to Ted women. Ted Bundy he did the with. same thing. Gary, yeah. how'd you ever afford this? I killed a bitch for it. <laughs> <laughs> and he is the funniest guy here at the office. Yeah, uh, we, yeah, 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 yeah. He was. People loved him at work. I'm sure they did. Yeah. In <laughs> fact, they. In fact, uh, when he was being investigated from the crimes the first time in 1984, everyone uh, jokingly called him Green River Gary. Oh, that is that hilarious. Is and they is laughed and laughed. Yeah, yeah. So everyone laughed. So, during so wait, the- I, I still have to finish this story. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he got he grabs a hold of her, squeezes tighter and tighter. He lets go and he darts around the van and then comes back up and tried to pretend that someone else had done it. Oh, you we people do that all the time. Yeah. That's that's just, he's just having fun. He's just yeah. having a good time. And she also said that he used to he loved to sneak up and scare her. Uh, and I mean, uh, I love scaring people. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, and she said that he could walk silently. 
I mean, the main difference between you and Gary is, you know, you never give your girlfriend jewelry. Just weird. Let's just just reboot, huh? <laughs> give me the old reboot here. So the second marriage but is But he's also... been murdering this entire time, No, right? he hasn't been. Not no. yet. Okay. No, he didn't start murdering until the 80s. Yeah, he didn't okay. start murdering until the 80s. His second marriage is also when... When Huey Lewis put out the album Sports. Yeah, right around the time of sports. Uh, this is when... Uh, he started getting super fucking religious. Okay. Yeah, he became became obsessed with religion. He started going door to door, like yeah. with the proselytizing. He was Pentecostal. Those are like speaking yep. in tongues. Uh, oh, I know all about it. Real dickheads. I mean, this yeah, is the, also the, the same time his sexual urges have, have been increasingly ramping up. And he said it's like his wife said that he would try to get sex from her eight to yeah. ten times a day. Yeah. And, bec- and you can see immediately it's here where it's like I feel like that's what really spurs it. Like uh, what we see all the time is like what's the thing that finally pushes it over the edge is that the the religion gave him this sort of like remorseful feeling he definitely had a virgin mary horror complex where it's like he looked at women as basically just as objects for his sexuality and then as soon as they were done with that he not only hated himself but them for doing it and he fucking wanted to kill them i mean i think it's this is a sign of intelligence though right because this is the same thing he can read the bible he can read the no but i'm telling you it's the opposite it's a stupid person no but is anybody who reads the Bible takes it seriously is a fucking it's moron. It's not the sign of a person who's trying to uh, make society believe they're not a serial killer. It's very no, it's like Gary Ridgway, BTK, John Wayne Gacy, all of these people touted around the Bible and everyone's like, well, they're holy men of God and sometimes they clown on the weekends. But the difference <laughs> between, I think there's a difference between active intelligence and survival instinct. This, but, I, mean, I think you can read things. It's Again, my retarded cousin was a manager of a McDonald's. He was in charge of scheduling. I want to meet him, by the way, and I can't wait. Henry's so-called retarded cousin's going to walk in here and be like, Hello, Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Hello. My name is Winston Alistair. (laughs) Good to meet you. You I do think that Gary was definitely spurred on by the Bible. If I may. That's what this is for. If I may read from, if everyone would please open their Bibles. You may not, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Please open your Bibles. I can do the sound effect for opening the door is also the same for opening a Bible. It is also very similar to the time machine that you created. Mm. Please open your Bibles and read along with me from Ezekiel 16, 35 through 40. Now then, O harlot, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, because your filthiness was poured out and your nakedness uncovered in your harlotry with your lover, I will gather them from all around against you and will uncover your nakedness to thee that they may see all your nakedness and I will judge you as women who break wedlock or shed blood are judged. I will bring blood upon you in fury and jealousy and I shall stone you with stones and thrust you through with their swords. I'm erect. Yeah, I know. I kind of like that. It's one of my favorite Bible scriptures I've ever heard. Of course, he's talking, he's talking to prostitutes. Now, right. is this true? Is, did he, is this in reference? Did you just find this or did Gary just, bring this up? So, I just found this. Okay. So do you think that because of his belief now in the Bible that prostitutes are like worse than you know humans, well, that he, he was able to just, kill them without feeling remorse? I think it was that he felt he was, he had uncontrollable sexual desires, which we also see in Albert DeSalvo. He, was, he had the, kind of the same yeah. thing. That's why he did what he did, is that he had uncontrollable sexual desires 
I think there was a point that he probably felt that he was being punished by God for it. But the problem is that his impulse control was was null and void. So he started having sex with prostitutes, mm-hmm. and basically he blamed them for letting them have sex with him. Yeah. Like right. he started feeling like because that's what they were. Talking. He blamed the victim. He said that they brought it out. He started believe believing that they were bringing it out of him. That yeah. he was punishing them. That that, that part of it, that that him killing them also absolved himself of his own sins. Yeah, it's all mm-hmm. yeah. And and again, you just have to be fucking two shades of an elm tree dumb to fucking think that all this is real. Yeah. Two shades of an elm tree dumb. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like when you watch of uh, an erotic uh, pornography film, but then you click it off what? on. You know, it's like when you watch it when you You're watch. Trying to class it up. I'm not uh, pornography. <laughs> when you uh, watch your stag films with your buddies in a fucking basement in a VFW. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then you click the X and then it goes away and then you're like, well, now it's it's gone forever and that never really happened. You see, sometimes yeah. I'll end up just watching it. You just watch it after you come. You yeah, just yeah. you stay on the porn that you're yeah, watching. I'll watch a little bit for a bit. Yeah, I don't feel shame. No, it's not about feeling shame. But what's going on on Facebook? You what know, are you talking about you got to go to. You feel shame. I don't feel shame. I this feel is little, on you. I feel a little shame. I feel no shame. Yeah, I, Marcus, feel I mean, I keep it a secret. I keep it quiet. I keep yeah. it safe. <laughs> but I don't feel shame. That's wrong. And Gary Ridgway did not feel shame no. either. In fact, no. he told the cops later on, he said, I thought I was doing you guys a favor, killing the prostitutes. Here, you guys can't control them, but I can. Yeah. So he, he, he and it's about, all about control. It's all about control. All and it's about also control. about punishing and self-righteousness. You believe that you are, the, you are the hand of God. You're dealing out pu- God's punishment to I mean, to but people. the fact that they didn't notice the 49 missing prostitutes in about, what, 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 what how many, what well, did they, they did notice? 36 they, was, months this was? There was a Green River Task Force. This is the problem. And then again, On this par with the hot dog squad, thing. no doubt. Yeah, ex- exactly. Because they started concentrating on the Green River and waiting for the Green, more bodies to show up and they stopped showing up. Up because right. he was just started dumping them all throughout the forest, yeah. and it was like he'd go and he'd take them to different states too. In fact, one time he took his son on a camping trip next state How over. Many, he only had one son, right? Uh, yeah, he just had one son. Yeah, and they always go. I tried to looking up information on him, and I couldn't find. There's anything. a ton of yeah. There's I found a ton of stuff on him. Apparently, Gary was a good dad. Sure, he had a great relationship with his son. I mean, he had mm. a full active marriage at the like at the end of all these murders. He had a full yeah. life that yeah. he was technically normal. Yeah, mm-hmm. his son said that he had no idea whatsoever that there was anything even wrong with his dad. Right. I mean, his mom had, did tell him uh, when he was in like fourth grade. He was like, you know, your father might be the Green River Killer. You know, and there yeah. was also time because he said that he was picking up extra hours at the plant. He worked mm-hmm. at a chemical plant, and he was saying that he was. He didn't work at a chemical plant. He worked as a painter. He painted. Oh, yeah. Trunks, car yeah. trunks. Yeah, there was mm-hmm. another, but there was yeah. something and else. He was he did. fantastic at it too. He was really good at painting trucks. So very under the radar, and I do think that it sort of validates his claim that he's helping out the cops. That's the fact that they never busted the guy. I mean, it sort of plays into his theory. No, that it's him like, they must killing be happy. prostitutes wasn't helping the cops. <laughs> no, but in his mind, he thought that it yeah, was. Yeah. And yeah. they never. I mean, I just feel like this guy is a. It's pretty simple to bust forty nine murders. I mean, in, in two years, he I mean, was moving them all over. The, he's got to have get blood under his nails. Like I, was, yeah. like I was saying earlier, that uh, that trip that he took with his son, uh, the whole time there were two prostitutes in the trunk that he was take. He had taken uh, with him on this camping trip so he can dump them out of state, dump the bodies out of state, and he took his son with him on a couple of different outings. There was well, another, my dad a, would never take me on outings with his friends. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, so I, he's technically better father than my father. I mean, that, you can't put a price on father-son bonding time, you know? I mean, you, I can, mean, you get 49 hookers yeah, lives. Yeah, 49 hookers, that's, yeah. That's the price? <laughs> 
I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Ridgeway said that, yeah, one time he uh, went and picked up a prostitute with his son in the car. The kid was about seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I'm just, you know, picking up a friend where, you know, we got to go out and do this thing. Uh, they went out to the woods. Uh, Gary left the kid in the car. Uh, and Gary used this, his son That's, to That disarm. was his M.O. Yeah, that was, the, he would use pictures of him or just the kid himself to disarm the prostitutes. Like, oh, you know, he's sweet. He's a father. Right. Uh, and then he'd take him out and kill him, sometimes with his son still in the car. Well, which is just so similar to Dennis Rader where he would walk in and he would kind of set it as if like, I know it's like fucked up, but basically he's like, I just want sex from you. Like, I just want to have yeah. sex yeah. with you. This is all I want to do. And then like, like to calm them so that they didn't panic before he killed them. I think it's much creepier that he had his son with him the whole yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. Much creeper. It's, and it's just no, ironic was, that they were like, oh, but he, but you're a father? And it's like, no, you're picking up a prostitute with your seven-year-old son. Yeah, yeah. He's Very in the car. Creep. Like, he's, yeah. in, he's here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, not I, showing you pictures out of my wallet, you know? He would do that, too, though. Like, when his son wasn't with him, he would show them pictures. He'd be like, this is my yeah. son. He's my light of my life, you know? Mm-hmm. And go, it's like, you know, they're used to dealing with fathers. Because fathers, you know, they, they sometimes, you know, everyone's, I guess, got something secret on the side. Yeah. I'm sure, yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's not that bad. I mean, it's like when politicians, when, like, the God gift to being a female politician is having a Down syndrome kid. So then you can just, like, oh. pour it all over town. The woman who gave the State of the Union address for the Republicans after Obama, all she did was talk about her Downey kid. And it's like... Stop pouring out. That's worse than what Gary Ridgway did to his yeah, son. Yeah, we found yeah. six mentions of her Downey kid in one speech. Yeah, all amazing. you have to do is, yeah, you take him, put a bunch of Olympic gold medals on him, give him an <laughs> exactly. American flag yeah. hat, and that is a picture up. I mean, like, it's you're going to have a lot of pictures that are not going to make it because yeah. he's not, like, smiling, like, just right. You no, know what I mean? He's right. going to be a little Because most of the time, the pictures are kind of, they can be kind him of creepy. Him reaching for the camera, yeah. <laughs> you, must, well, you shouldn't have used the hamburger camera, to be fair. Look at the hamburger. <laughs> Me take hamburger. Yeah. No, 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 Dolphin. Why did you name him Dolphin? <laughs> he wanted to name himself. And we let him because we're nice progressive parents here. I'm Dolphin. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> Whatever you say, son, we'll never discuss unless it's for political reasons. So speaking of mental disorders, I believe yeah. that Gary Ridgway, I believe that the mental disorder that he suffered from the most was obsessive compulsive disorder. Okay. Yeah, he did. He was a very strange. He was very strange, very fastidious, yeah. and really obsessive. Very obsessive about things. He was obsessed with garage sales and junk sales. Uh, he was obsessed with gardening and even his hmm. job. You know, that's, in, that's a, going back to BTK again. He loved good lawns. Yeah, he loved good lawns. He kept things really, you know, like very tidy. He was a horrible maniac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Gary used to be one of. The, he used to go to the dump and just pick through shit at the dump, trying to find little gems here and there to remodel his house because apparently his house was very nice, full of antique furniture. I see. Oh, so that's nice. And his actual hmm. uh, profession, which he worked, at, he worked at, did this for thirty two years. Uh, oh. He painted trucks on an assembly line, but he did the detail work on it, which was very meticulous and very difficult to do. Like you know, back hmm. in the eighties, yeah. they would have the stripes on the cars and all hmm. that. Yeah, he was the guy that would uh, put all the masking tape out for it and do all the fine detail work mm-hmm. on it one of his co-workers said he was quoted it gets pretty uh repetitious pretty over and over and over if you went in at 6 a.m and you were thinking about something then by the time you leave at 3 p.m that thing has gone through your head 600 times and i so mean so just, there's people driving around and just like commenting on the great paint job of their truck oh, yeah like, yeah whoever do that that's a good guy that's a good guy that's, that's a, a good, good hard man working yeah. guy. solid yeah. hard working dude i'm yeah. so glad yeah. we replaced these people with robots <laughs> you know what i mean we can't build more serial killers you know? yeah well no robots aren't going to kill anybody <laughs> good idea 
idea, Henry. We're fine. And of course, these you know this plays into his obsession with prostitution and his yeah. compulsion to kill. Now he had to he, kill. No, his active years were eighty three and eighty four, right? So it's like this yeah. was all, and then sometimes in the early well, 90s. 82 to eighty four. So like, what is this? What's more specifically? What happened in this time period? Well, what happened in this time period is that his what he would do is he would go and he would pick up the prostitutes, of course, show them pictures of the kids to disarm them. Then uh, he would take them out uh, somewhere secluded, and he had a, he of course had a progression of how he killed. Uh, at the beginning, he killed the prostitutes with his bare hands. But then he was course, saying that he would get all these defensive wounds. Yeah, he would get defensive wounds uh, as they fought back. That's when he moved to ligatures, uh, essentially just using ropes to choke them to death. And he would dump these uh, prostitutes in different areas, which he himself called clusters. Okay. Uh, and he would return to the site sites of these clusters and have sex with the prostitutes. Sometimes he would even do it with his son still in his car. He would take out girlfriends to the, si- the sites of the clusters just nearby and have sex with them. And he said that he would drive by these clusters all the time. And he said he would wake up at night with nightmares that he had forgotten where he dumped his bodies. Because then if he, he loved lo- his bodies, if he lost the bodies, yeah. he lost his control because that's what he wanted. Because he, yeah, he, he wanted them lives, forever. He could always deaths. go and, and, yes. and have them whenever he wanted. Did However, he ever go to the uh, Bundy route of necrophilia? Did he go back and yes, touch absolutely, on the bodies? Absolutely. As uh, a matter but, of fact. However, yeah, in fact, yes, he did. He went back and had sex with the prostitutes multiple times okay. after they were dead. But after a while, he began burying the bodies so he wouldn't have that temptation. He literally wonder, had to block himself. Yeah. He literally had to bury them so he wouldn't. He would stop digging them back up. And then during the investigation, so a part of, there's I a wonder, movie called The River Man that yeah, brings oh, yeah. this up, and they talk about this, is that during the investigation, they literally went to Ted Bundy, mm-hmm. and so we're like, well, what do you think? They were like trying to figure out well, like how to stop the Green River Killer, uh-huh. and he was like, if you find a grave, a fresh grave, he's like, stake out the grave, because this guy's going back, and he's fucking with the bodies, and right. he was dead on the money. Yeah, Th- except it yeah. didn't work. Yeah, no, no. no. Yeah, the cops were bad. The cops <laughs> yeah, the just sucked were, yeah. at it. Yeah, I, wonder, there were the, I mean, you could ask Gary Widger, uh, Gary the question of like, what uh, at what time in decomposition is the best to have sex with a corpse? And yeah. he could give you an answer. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, I go in uh, eight days. I found eight yeah. days after you murder him. That's when the, the pussy is just time. right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It has to be. It has to be before they start to putrefy and right. liquefy. Yeah, because then they're not a lady anymore. Now they're just a bunch. Now it's just a, what's it called? It's a compost heap. Yeah. Yeah. No, you it's know, just bones plant and some goo. flowers in there. You get some nice tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> get some good tomatoes out of there. Brastos. Anyone else noticed like the Gary Ridgeway tomatoes? Like they. <laughs> They taste like human hair. Mm, I kind of like it. (laughs) At the crime scenes, though, Gary Ridgway, he did think these things through. He used to uh, deposit cigarettes and chewing gum at the uh, gravesite. He would take them out of ashtrays and stuff like that. Other people ate it and leave it so that they would run DNA tests on it and find somebody else. Well, this was before so they were would, really running DNA tests. Yeah, uh, like he was he was only putting them off so they could say like, all right, Maybe we're, looking, tooth, uh, we're uh, looking for a guy who chews gum. We're looking for a guy who, who smokes. smokes cigarettes. And he would also draft. And uh, it was the early eighties. Who yeah. didn't smoke or chew gum? Yeah. We're looking for uh, roughly three hundred million people <laughs> right now. So uh, we're whittling it uh, whittling it down. You know how many suspects they had in the Green River case? Five hundred. Yeah, that but makes sense. He was busted in 1981. Like, yeah. yeah, he was. He was busted for in conjunction to missing prostitutes. And how did he get off? There was like a thing where it was like he took he, a polygraph test. He, took, he passed a polygraph test. Yeah. Very and they, easy to they, do. And by they, the way. Yeah, which they, they said they went back and they read they redid they looked at the, the results and they're like, oh, according to 2001 like the testing parameters, he would have failed. Mm-hmm. It's interesting though. The polygraph can be very easily passed if you're a true sociopath. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you don't react, if like if you're like, did you kill eighty fucking chicks? No. And he's like, 
You're, all right then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so it. you're good right, to go. Yeah, you're solid. I mean, yeah. he could be holding a woman's head in his hand and be like, do you have a woman's head in your hand? No. Well, I, I guess so my eyes broke. deceive me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's after he finally he gets uh, caught in connection with these prostitutes. They let him go. However, they do take a DNA sample from yes, him. Yes, and this is, ends yeah. up being his like yeah, undoing. They, in yeah, the they take a DNA sample from him. But it's also around this time that he meets Judith Mawson, who, who is, is his the- third wife. Mm. And you know he stopped killing right after that uh, because you know what? It's the power, power of love. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Keep this song going. Uh, yeah, that's got to be something seeing her, though. I wonder, what, what did she look like? She uh, must have been gorgeous. No, she was a pretty average-looking woman. Great. All right. Yeah, she was a pretty, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. It's still Gary Ridgway's third wife. I yeah. forgot. Yeah, exactly. No, um, and, and she, said, she said um that he... Kept her, or she kept him from killing. Uh, did she really know that just loving him, sucking did that dick, gotta suck, 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 suck that dick. If you want to be with a man, or like let's say you like this guy, he seems kind of cagey, could be a murderer. You know sure. what? Play with his balls like three times a day. You're gonna solve a killing. You're gonna, you're gonna, That's you're right. gonna stop murder. That's Low what she job, said. Save lives. This is a direct quote. She says, "I feel I have saved lives by being his wife and making him happy." That's just um, what you do. You play with his, you play with his nipples. Right. What's her, you know? What's you his, run your hands through his hair. What's her name? Uh, her name is Judith Moss. Judith, yeah. So, like, if maybe Judith, if she just stays in the tub for like four hours and then she comes <laughs> down and she's all pruny and wrinkly and then she plays dead, he's <laughs> like, "Well, this is close enough." Thank you, Judith. Yeah, maybe she she was just giving it to him. Yeah, and she know? had no idea anything was going on. She didn't even know the Green River killings were a thing because she said she didn't watch the news. That's, that's, great. that's a great thing for a wife. No, that's why you need to be informed. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why I mean, you need to watch the news, people. No, 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 no. You know, I like no, you don't, don't ruin like that ignorance. Yeah. You don't want to ruin a marriage. Yeah. I never want to yeah. find out someone's murdering somebody Definitely because as long not. as they're not murdering you. Because I was saying they're having fun. They're probably doing doubles karaoke. Absolutely, you know, they're going out in canoes together. Sure, you know, he doesn't have to murder. I mean, he still murdered three times. He still did murder three. Yeah, but you have to every once in a while. I mean, you know, I quit smoking cigarettes and then you pick back up. I agree. Yeah. 87, uh, 80, or what was it? 87, 88, and 98. Yeah, I mean, 98, you got Mambo number five came out. You got to get back (laughs) into this. That Lou Bega song will drive anybody insane. I totally agree. Yeah, you're walking around. You keep seeing Monica's everywhere. You're ready to just stab, 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 stab. I agree. And he was happy during this time. All of his neighbors uh, described him as an extreme extrovert. Uh, He was always talking. Some people even described him as too friendly. One person said, when I was out in the yard, I couldn't get anything done because he wanted to talk all the time. (laughs) Well, Gary had a lot to say. This is great. This is sometimes. It's a transformative power of love. Yeah. This is the sweetest story like, we've heard so far. Honestly, like, that's yeah. the one time you ever see it's like true love saved him, you know? I mean, it didn't save 49 prostitutes' lives, no. possibly 71. Maybe, yeah. maybe. You yeah. know, but that's just what it is. You know, it's keep searching, fill out that eHarmony profile. Mm-hmm. If you think you can't find somebody, Gary Ridgway did, and so can you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, this is a. You this know? is the sweetest we've ever been on the show. <laughs> and we're still discussing a man who killed just under 100 women. Yeah, see, the um, problem is that at least he didn't like, I don't know why I feel that there's something different to him. At least, you know, he didn't try to wear their skin. He wasn't playing with yeah. their eyeballs and stuff. You know, yeah, he, was he wasn't just, a dickhead like BTK. Yeah, no, BTK is the worst. We can't yeah. even who go on with it. Who do you think had a bigger negative effect on the overall psyche of humankind? Gary Ridgway or Dennis Rader? Oh, Dennis, Dennis Rader. Rader. Yeah, because of his I mean, terrible poems. He hurt comedy <laughs> and he hurt poetry. No, he hurt 
Barry the arts. Ridgway was at least he was nice. He did a good job painting cars. He was giving back a yeah, little bit, a little bit. You know, good father for all the women. I feel bad for the prostitutes. Definitely, I feel bad for them. They are very bad. When he was killing the prostitutes, was were they clean kills? Because he seems like a very organized. It was very quick. Yeah. So it was just it wasn't about torture. It was about right. just getting getting it done. And it was just, you know, and it's, it's, that, it's that fucking dumb religion that does it to people. Mm-hmm. Religion will take dumb, crazy people and make them violent, crazy people. Yeah. Well, I think his older brother is really to blame for putting his hand in cold water all those nights. That's the problem. When he was growing up. It's just yeah. all Greg, uh, Greg uh, Ridgway's fault. Why don't you wait a The other Greg. one keeps putting sh- shaving cream in his hand and tickling <laughs> his face with a feather. Yeah. Yeah. He just writes so, in his journal how to make your brother a serial killer. How did he end up getting caught? He ended up getting caught by soliciting prostitution in November sixteenth, uh, two thousand one. Yeah, he went back to it. He had thirty bucks and a pair of latex gloves, uh, and he. Um, you can get a prostitute for thirty bucks in Seattle. You can. Seattle, you can. In two thousand one, the right, inflation yeah. of the last thirteen so, years has been vast. So yeah. it's like forty five bucks right it's now. It's Nordstrom. It's like the Nordstrom rack of prostitutes. Over <laughs> you there. think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. It's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. Ah, Jules. Oh, Jules. Make a wife smile today. The road to getting engaged can be long and full of memories and pitfalls and landmines. Or it can be short and thrilling, like a roller coaster on the way to the police department. But the road to finding the perfect engagement ring is a straightforward path every time. All you've got to do is head over to BlueNile.com and they're going to ship them rocks straight to your wife's new fingers. On BlueNile.com, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine. At a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler, Blue Nile is the original online jeweler since 1999. That's present time to me. Their diamond price guarantee means that in most cases, they can meet or beat a competitor's price on a comparable diamond. I know when I got my wife a beautiful Blue Nile necklace, the first thing she did was, what did you do? But afterwards, she was so happy to have it and she loved it and she wore it when we went on vacation and modern did everybody come around being like where'd you get that piece you beautiful woman and I was like stop talking to my wife she's spoken for you can see it with the blue Nile bling she's got on her 
Right now, get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada's already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow, I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. So they, uh, he got arrested uh, for. They were all very young. Undercover. A lot of these prostitutes were super young. Like he a went after them, the yeah. very inexperienced prostitutes. Yeah. It, well, one of them that he said, uh, one of them that he killed, it was sixteen. This is creepy as shit. Is that uh, he first started choking them face to face and looking them in their eyes. But he, after he killed the sixteen-year-old girl, he said that he couldn't get uh, her the image of her face out of his head. So, so that's when he started doing it from behind, so he uh. wouldn't have to look look him in the eyes anymore. Yeah, so he get to get so it wasn't the thrill. It was just he just felt fucking rage about yeah. the fact that they would even have sex with him, and then he'd murder them. All right, so what happened? Yeah. So he just got picked up for soliciting prostitutes. He got picked up for soliciting prostitutes, mm-hmm. and they. Uh, I mean, I guess at this time they were just running DNA samples of people uh, everybody. Been obviously, yeah, running DNA samples a much improved everyone. science at this yeah. point. And so they ran DNA samples on him, and there were hits to uh, three different. Um, Murders. murders way back in the day uh and then they looked into three more murders and they found that there was a kind of paint on these women that was used in a very specific time period only in the plant where gary works now uh, now this girl stupid. now she has, she got a racing stripe on yeah, her. yeah 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 she's got flames on the side of her so, head i mean uh, it looks awesome oh it's a great <laughs> no that is one killed. of the best courses <laughs> i have ever seen man that was badass that i love great. seeing them flames on the side it's like she's moving real fast but she's yeah. a dead girl yeah yeah she's Damn. not even on fire she's not even hot she's actually real cold yeah she's cold cold and tough freezing cold stiff 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 as a board He's like I say, though, them flames look like they were moving. I didn't even <laughs> see such shadowing work. Whoa. Whoa. So Gary's going down for six murders. <laughs> he knows he's going down. And Oregon has the death penalty, so he knows he's getting a needle up his arm. That's when he goes to a plea bargain. Yeah, and he says, I'll show you where the bodies are if you don't kill me. Yeah, if you don't kill me, mm-hmm. I'll show you where there are 49 more bodies. And he's still sitting on. Uh, he's still sitting in jail. Yeah, he's, he's that, alive. He, he's, uh, he's serving 48 consecutive life sentences. And so, yeah, so he got nailed for 49 um, mm-hmm. There's one that was unidentified. That's why I got tucked off the thing because they couldn't officially uh, identify her because it was just a skeleton. Yeah, right. Um, and so he, because uh, all these murderers now, or all the murders are at least 18 years old. They've been buried for 18 years. This is year 2001. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It took, so he just kind of stupid his way to success. I mean, it's Which is kind of what I'm gunning for. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You'll run a McDonald's stupid one of these your days. Stupid your way up the ladder. Yeah. You know? you know what's weird is that he didn't admit that he had sex with any of these prostitutes until after the trial. 
Yeah, because he was so that was what he was ashamed of. He was that's ashamed yeah, he was of the killing. sex, not the killing. Huh? Not yeah. the killing. Yeah, he was yeah. fine with the killing. No, because that's mm-hmm. what because he said. It's he invalidated, invalidated I mean, it. I read a Bible verse earlier that said right. it is okay to kill prostitutes, but then of course there are dozens of Bible verses said that say that it's horrible to have sex. So in his fucked up right. Bible addled mind, he didn't do anything wrong. No, the sex was the bad part. He was clearer in the slate every time he had sex yeah. with a prostitute. Yeah. yeah I mean, course. really not the most compelling uh, of the stories, but the numbers are so damn high. It's just high. the I mean, yeah. he's um, just—it's the mystery that was involved. And I guess that was, that would be that, but that's how he was able to get those numbers so high, right? Because he was just like so under the radar. Even and though he was, was on the radar, he was somehow under the radar. And even after—I mean, not even talking about the mur- when the murders themselves were happening, but even after he got caught, the Green River Killer story wasn't even that big of a deal. Yeah, it didn't even go out put, like among people who mm-hmm. know this shit, like us. Yeah. Like, of course, we knew about it, but yeah. as far as like national news stories go it wasn't a Dahmer it wasn't a Gacy because Gary Ridgway was boring as fuck Mm -hmm. and his victims were prostitutes but but this is the problem again it's just like it was under investigated he and he they just let him go for so long and it like this it's it's more of an evidence like showing a problem with criminal investigation in this country and there's always these every time we see these the reason why these string of crimes come together because of competing districts competing different office and police offices like the fbi and the and the local police not communicating it's always malpractice and that's why they get out they get off so long the ignorance of people around if you're a bar uh bartender and gary ridgeway was in your bar and then he leaves and he put all the cigarette butts from the ashtrays and took all the pockets then you're like that's weird that he took all those cigarette butts yeah he's got a collection he's like ah cool gary's cool yeah <laughs> i love no, when gary, gary paints in. those Paris paints those flames on those trucks back there gary's a good guy yeah. very very good guy <laughs> all right so now we've yeah. covered the quote-unquote official story oh okay what oh, happened no, let's get some way but there's always as we there's, know as we've discovered the, uh you know we've covered this other episode the government allows certain things that happen behind yeah. the shades. So it wasn't the power of love? No, no. It was not? Seattle Green River mass murderer Gary Ridgway worked for the Satanist elitists who control the entire Northwest infrastructure. This is the see, truth. See, the average man on the street would have never huh. been afforded this state-fronted financial legal support, so how did Gary Ridgway deserve such silver spoon treatment from the state of Washington unless the legal expenses were necessary to pay for the cover-up and the protection of Ridgway's elitist CIA Mafia handlers Whoa. and his connection. Wait a second, Elitia CIA mafia? Elitia handlers, yeah. CIA mafia handlers and his connections to the Northwest elites and they're all controlling satanic infrastructure. Because you know how Seattle, Washington is full of the elite. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, it's absolutely. Kurt Cobain was in the Illuminati. Would, Microsoft. Yep. Oh, Think yeah. Think about that. Jesus Christ, people. It's like you're not even paying attention. I just I'm don't sorry. know much about yeah. computers. I'm more of a writing mm-hmm. things down, man. See, mm-hmm. here, this is something that I didn't know. The elites have already had their judges and legislatures make the term Satanist, Luciferian, and Necromancer uh-huh. not admissible to be usable as terms to be used in any and all U.S. courts of law in case yeah, at hard. some time that the non-elitist, <laughs> non-Satanist, non-Luciferians, and non-Necromancers were to finally get their act together and come after the vast membership of this all-powerful and super-wealthy network that includes most of the legislative, judicial, enforcement, bar association, and corporate elites of the United States, including all previous U.S. presidents after the elites had John F. Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy, and Martin Luther King to name only a few of the many hundreds of thousands and millions of people that they have had murdered and accepting Jimmy Carter. But this list includes fully (laughs) the entire Bush family and all of their reigning elitist networks. You know, 
there are a lot of people that are like kind of like they're hotheads. They're yeah. hotheads. They, Hot-headed, they, they yeah. don't even think about, it. you know, they just start writing a blog. They start yeah. getting it right on the blog, you know. Yeah. And this is what I'm going to say to everybody out there, all right? You know, before you sit down and you want to write that treatise, like against yeah. the CIA mafia handlers and how they're connected to the Green River Killer, you know, take a smoke break. Mm-hmm. You know, take a chill pill. Take a chill pill. Take a chill pill. You know, also yeah. otherwise known as Xanax. Like you did. Right. Anything uh, that is a Johnson and Johnson Pfizer down. product. You know what I mean? You don't need to go straight to paper with it. Right. You don't need to go straight to printing with it. Sure. You know, maybe write a rough draft. Sit on but it a little bit. But if you don't put that out on the internet, how is Becky going to know that you're a genius? <laughs> um, that's the major question. Also, you just have to have a really good lawyer to yeah. use being a necromancer as an alibi. You know right. I mean? Like that's the thing. You have to have like a really good we're talking like a Robert Shapiro oh, type yeah. lawyer yeah. To, to really use that the necromancer defense. Yeah, Father yeah. Kardashian. But he couldn't possibly like kill them yeah. because he was too busy making like plasma fire with his brain magic. Oh, was he a necromancer? Yes. Well, we can't charge Actually, him. Actually, more of a pyromancer. <laughs> <laughs> He's the funniest lawyer we've ever seen here in Seattle. See, I disagree. Right from the heart. Whatever comes out, just put it out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's just, true. What, just, what's uh, the name of this website? Uh, the, this website, uh, let me check. I just want to hear the title of the website. Oh, it's yeah, going to yeah. be very intense. Uh, let, me, uh, let me get to it. Uh, real. Yeah, we got to know. These guys always have very clever names for their sites. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's from the website. It's called APFN.com. Not this one. Uh, hmm. But, well, the, uh, the name of the article is Gary Ridgway, A Decoy to Save Satanic Establishment, Part 2. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and just so you know, oh, the nice. first Sounds like artic- a vanilla fudge album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just so you know, the first article was filtered on the way to posting. Oh. So apparently, the first one, although you do kind of need to know everything yeah, from he the kinda, first Because it feels like he's like taken up in the middle of a topic. Like he yeah. got started yeah, he on something else. I mean, first he was talking about like the Rudy Tutti Fresh and Fruity f- breakfast special sure. and IHOP and how that is, you know, a part of the satanic elite fucking yeah. agenda as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in Seattle. And did you know the entire Seattle, Boeing, Microsoft, corporate Northwest is a Jewish Zionist Bilderberg, <laughs> Rothschild, Rockefeller, Carwell, Carlisle Group, Bohemian Grove, Masonic Secret Society. Did you say anything about Carl Black- Weathers? Did you say Carl Weathers? As <laughs> is well? he dissing Weathers? <laughs> Black Pope, Jesuit, CIA, NSA, Satanic, Luciferian, Necromantic Mafia, and there is a huge cover up that has been incurred at the expense of and the Biden's of the extremely trusting and naivete non-satanic Northwest citizenry and they're having been extremely misled and not informed by the satanic elitist owned establishment media. If there was a CIA mm, dot, Luciferian dot, dot. necromantic yeah. uh, it's satanic CIA mafia I'd be signing up for an internship. Oh sure. I mean this, <laughs> the, the final sentence is uh, and those are all the words I know. <laughs> because he, he lets it all out there. There's no doubt about that. I love that guy. Um, Good for him. I'm glad that he's at your office right now typing that oh, oh yeah think he's doing the tps yeah. reports working at chase bank or something yeah. like that you know it's just in charge of your money yeah. whatever and what's his name we don't know man i will yeah. never know it's anonymous yeah it's anonymous. it's probably i love the like courage Garth. it takes to yeah exactly yeah. the courage it takes to post anonymous you know um well gary we're just going to do a one-parter on gary because yeah, that's again really it. um yeah. that's pretty much all that there is i mean to besides it. the whole cia mafia luciferian yes. uh, elite jew Zionist Microsoft connection, which is a whole other episode. I don't know where the connection is. But well, that's because you don't have your third eye open. Yeah, man. maybe it's oh, because man. you're a fucking puppet of 
or the shadow government. What yeah. happened? Just, You're a just puppet. like J.K. Rowling in the Satanic Potter movies. Yeah, cut the strings, oh, man. Yeah. All right, <laughs> cut yeah, don't be a fucking Pinocchio, yeah, man. Yeah, because the I'm Satanic elites have a vast network that annually kidnaps and ritualistically sacrifices murders for more than four hundred thousand American children, shake off young the puppet masters, and women, women and their political enemies. Annually, don't or, serve their agenda. Right, your ignorance, who, who your non-action, sir. The Zionist, Microsoft, yeah. uh, Charleston Chew, Shadow Elite. You, no, yeah. Charleston Chew. That, that's a candy. That, that's just a nice, tasty treat. Yeah, when you're a part of the brain dead fantasy sitcom and sports channel world. <laughs> That's when they break out you. of it. That's why I say. That's why I uh-huh. I, I, ju- I jumped out of the paradigm. What I have been doing, like I left the grid a long time ago, and that's why I have Apple TV. Oh Netflix. wow! I choose what I want. I won't let them tell me we me what to watch. But I do like the suggestions for you because it seems that their yeah. algorithm has gotten pretty tight as to what I enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what that is? That's just subtle Luciferian and witchcraft oriented. Microsoft Zionist. <laughs> These are just again I- Walt Disney, Time Warner. Walt- I forgot those yeah these burger are just king the- <laughs> you know no, don't bring burger king into don't it. even talk about what salami's made out of uh-huh. because you want to see you want to look at your dogs missing on the street uh-huh. cats missing on the street you got ihops involved what was that um uh you know a whole bunch of people before you pass out, we better skip it. Skip it, or just skip it. Skip it. Just keep you jumping in one one spot right the keep jumping it. in one spot so you don't go out and you don't vote you're so worried about your skip it number that you're not out there making a change. Well, it's important for kids Bucking to exercise. Fucking Zionist, Microsoft, Charleston Chew establishment. Again, Charles Bits, begging strips, pepperoni. <laughs> right. Those are all dog foods. Those are treats. Um, all right, everyone. Your dogs eat better than half of the world. Fancy feast is all right. made well, out, of, out, hail out of Africans. Hail yourselves, Magustalations. Hail, hail me. <laughs> Good Lord. Don't fucking eat Charleston Chew anymore. It's controlling it. your brain. It's not controlling your brain. But Zionist, I did. Zionist, Microsoft. <laughs> Marcus Parks on Twitter. Ben Kizzle on Twitter. Henry loves you on Twitter. But I did put, I did put the uh, the tape over my computer, the, the screen, so oh. do that in, in reality. Oh, on your tape? Uh, That's disgusting. I did. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Do you have that? Uh, yeah, I'm proud of you. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. 